There's never a bad time to talk about the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry, especially when the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines is off to the NFL. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. We've made it to another feel good Friday here in the new year. I hope you're ready to enjoy the next few days with your family and friends. Welcome in, Buckeye fans, to a Friday edition of Locked on Buckeyes here on Friday, January 26th in the year 2024. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON. For $20 off your first purchase. Everybody knew there's going to be a lot of things going on and a lot of attention on the game in November. Ohio State, Michigan. It's always one of the most watched football games every single year. And it's going to be the same thing in 2024. But the game in the fall is going to have a different twist to it. Harbaugh is gone. I'm not breaking news here with this. It's been out for over 24 hours. Jim Harbaugh is out, and he is going to be the coach of the Los Angeles Chargers in the National Football League. What does that mean about the game? What does that mean about the rivalry with Michigan that Ohio State has? And I'm thinking about his absence and what it means for the game. It definitely means not only does this game have a lot on the line, the outcome of this game, if Ohio State loses, Looks a whole lot worse for Ryan Day. Now, I'm not here to say that I think Ohio State's going to lose in the fall because I'm not trying to predict a game that's in November right now on January 26th. I'm not not going that far. What I will go and where I will go is this. This game right now, when you lose Michigan, when Michigan loses Jim Harbaugh in this rivalry, that is huge. Harbaugh has spent a long time a lot of hours, probably lost a lot of sleep building Michigan to what they currently are. Unfortunately, it's a national championship. Before Ohio State, they have been grinding. They have been working. They have been shifting. They have been altering the philosophy inside the Woody to win that game. Really, really, really close in 2023. Unfortunately, there were numerous things. They didn't go the Buckeyes' way, and they still had a shot to win it in the final minute of the game. I'm not blaming that on Kyle McCord. There are other reasons why Ohio State lost that game. But yes, Harbaugh's absence is huge for this rivalry. It could easily go back to what it was post-Lloyd Carr. Now, I'm not saying Harbaugh is a Lloyd Carr, is as good of a coach as Lloyd Carr or as worse of a coach than Lloyd Carr. I'm not going there right now. But what did you have at Michigan after that? Brady Hope, Rich Rod. I think Rich Rod is an underrated college football coach. Just didn't do the things that in Michigan for that team to have the success that the fans in Ann Arbor want. But I do think, though, that Michigan is not going to go down to the Rich Rod and Brady Hoke time period, but they will be somewhere above that, which also means you're probably going to get some competitive football games between the Buckeyes and Wolverines over the next few years. But for Ryan Day, No excuses, buddy. The excuses are not going to help you in this game. They weren't going to help you before. They're definitely not going to help you now. One thing Ryan Day needs to do is not let this really cloud what he's doing right now. 
Don't let it be a distraction because I guarantee you the next time there's a press conference, the next time people are in the Woody or Ryan Day's on the Zoom and he is going to be able to talk to people in the media, questions about Harbaugh's absence and him going to the NFL are definitely going to come up. And it wouldn't shock me if somebody maybe in Ohio State's media or the national media or maybe Michigan's media, I don't know, but I'm sure somebody's going to ask Ryan Day, does he have plans to eventually do what Jim Harbaugh just did, which is what? Go back to the NFL. Harbaugh was in the NFL, went to the Super Bowl with the 49ers, lost the Super Bowl uh, against the Ravens, I believe, in 2012. Some say if the lights did not go out in the stadium, that the 49ers would have won a Super Bowl, and Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh would have already had a Super Bowl ring as a head coach in his home. No, the only Harbaugh that I know that has Super Bowl ring. I don't know if Dad does or not. I know John does because uh, he lost to his brother in that game. It's really weird. Also, really odd that John Harbaugh has been in one spot for as long as he has. Kudos to him for finding ways to continue to keep the Ravens successful. Speaking of successful, Ohio State can be successful in this game against Michigan in the fall. It's going to be a distraction. It's going to be a distraction now a distraction in the summer, a distraction in the season, and definitely a distraction that week of the game. How do I know this? Because reporters are not going to forget what has happened over the past three years. You are not going to forget what has happened over the past three years. Nobody's going to forget what happened over the past three years, which makes me realize any press conference, anytime there's a mic right there for Ryan Day to speak speak in two, this game might come up, and if it does, Harbaugh's absence is also going to come up as well. Just nature of the beast. But, yeah, Jim Harbaugh, I'm going to give him some props here. Like, I know that I'm not the biggest Jim Harbaugh fan, but what he has done at Michigan, just building the offensive line and the physicality of the team and really changing the culture there at Michigan, it's something that needs to be recognized. Now, there is cheating that has gone in that as well. Uh, I don't think the cheating has – um really been an issue and like there was never a time in Ohio State's three losses to Michigan over the past three years that I thought Michigan was cheating I just thought Michigan was a better football team now y'all might say a Buckeye fan a Buckeye podcaster is making a statement like that yeah I am I, I, I I've been very critical of this football team for over the past few years you have been as well but in my criticism of the Buckeyes I never thought over the past three years Ohio State had the better team. Did not. Linebacker play needed to be better, especially this year if Ohio State wanted to get wanted to win. Now, the linebacker play may have been better last year. Was he worst in 2021 over this three-year stretch? However, yeah, I don't think that Michigan cheating, if they didn't cheat, they would have lost those games. I, I personally think they were the better team all three years. Which goes into why Ryan Day has tapped into the portal, why Ryan Day has been as had this philosophy that he has had, why Ryan Day is making the alterations on the coaching staff. With that in mind, the what's in mind? Losing to Michigan. If you lose Harbaugh, does that mean the culture is going to change? Does it mean the intensity of the rivalry is going to change? Does it mean the competitive nature and competitiveness of the Robbery's going to change. I don't know. I, I I personally can't come on here and say, 
Oh, I know what's going to happen. I can't look into the future. I don't have that power. And if I did, it would be nice because I could prepare myself for the outcome of the 2021 game, 2022 game, 2023 game, the outcome of opening 2023 with a loss to Georgia, um, the outcome of, oh, whatever that mess was in a Cotton Bowl. I would be able to prepare myself for all those moments. But, buddy, I ain't got that power. If somebody out there knows how to get me the power to be able to look into the future, know the outcomes of some of these games, hey, hook your boy up. Yes, I know I'm being a little sarcastic, but y'all understand. If y'all got a way to benefit your boy, hit me up. Follow me on X and JSteven07. But, yes, Harbaugh's absence definitely impacts the game. Who will Michigan hire as a coach? TBD. Could be out by the time you hear this show because – News is happening so quickly. Uh, hires are being happy are happening quickly as well. And Michigan knows they d- can't wait too long. There's a 30 day portal window that players in Michigan can enter right now with Harbaugh leaving. The longer you wait, possibly the more players that are currently on the roster that will leave to go play football elsewhere. With all that in mind, is Ohio State favored to beat Michigan in the fall? We'll dive into that next on Locked On Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket using code VEGAS100. With triple last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee, Game Time text the guesswork out of buying tickets. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, all Game Time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on the YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on the YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel found only at the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Is Ohio State favored to beat Michigan in 2024? Now, I know earlier in the show I mentioned and said, hey, I'm not here to predict the winner of the game. It's too much going on right now. They're going to have a new coach. They're probably going to lose some more players. Ohio State might add some players and might lose some players. So I'm not sitting here trying to say I'm predicting the future and I'm predicting the outcome of the game. But what does Ohio State bring to the table? A better roster overall. It's not complete. Going to talk more about that later in the show. But a, a better roster, overall more talent. And honestly, special teams, at least in a return game, will probably be better with Caleb Downs on the field. 
So when I think about this game and I think about this team, yes, Ohio State should be favored to win this game. Absolutely, 100%. I will not shy away from that. And if I ever start to, hey, say, hey, hey, bro, pump the brakes. Have you lost your mind? You know who Ohio State is. You know who they got on that roster. You know the upgrades Ryan Day has made at some specific positions. Absolutely, the Buckeyes should be favored in this game. Now, being favored is only a part of the equation. Going out there and winning the game is another part that actually means you got to put that work in. Think about Ohio State's current team. I'm not even going to look at Michigan right now. They got a lot of guys that have gone to the NFL, guys that are not there anymore. So I'm not even looking at them. Focus on yourself in this moment. This is one of those times if Ohio State focuses on themselves and they fix the issues with the team, they should win the game. Period, point blank, as some people, some of the kids say. Period, point blank. They should win the game. And my buddy Myron Jackson used to sell cars with him, and uh, Myron's a character. Myron is goofy. He's still out there selling cars at Andy Moore, Avon, Nissan. I ain't going back. He can stay there as long as he wants to, but I am not going back to the car selling business. I've told stories on this show before about that part of my life, and trust me, over the next few months, you might hear some more stories about my time selling cars out there in Avon, Indiana. But Myron used to always debate talk sports and Myron used to be a little vocal be a little loud I mean he's black <laughs> and, and black people get a little loud every now and then when they get animated or when they get passionate or just when the regular talking to people we get loud it's just a part of our nature it's what we do so Myron Jackson was one that occasionally got a little loud and Myron and Trevor Trevor's my buddy as well they would go back and forth all three of us would just sit there and chit chat and have a good old time so there was a time period when uh, Myron and Trevor and we're talking and all of a sudden Trevor goes away and Charles comes up and they start talking about sports and Michael Jordan and LeBron James and the same old song and dance over and over. But when Myron made his point, you know exactly when that point came because Myron would say, period, point blank. Keep on talking a little bit, but he's like, hey, this is the end of this discussion. <laughs> you can't go nowhere else. This is it. And it should be that simple for Ohio State. If they work going to continue to fix the issues with the team, period, they should win the game against Michigan November 30th, period, point blank. Now, I recently looked up, and I didn't want to come out here and just give you my opinion on who I thought was going to win the game. I wanted to come on and give you some betting odds. I know some of you want to put some money down on this game a little bit earlier than expected. And our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook, you know, they got the early betting odds on some big games out there. FanDuel Sportsbook has Ohio State minus six and a half right now. And this is being recorded on the evening of January 25th. So you're saying, Jay, way before the game's even played, yes, this does take into account Michigan not having Jim Harbaugh, Michigan having the players that have left the team, Ohio State with the additions of Caleb Downs and Quinshawn Jenkins and Will Howard and others. Yes, it takes all of that into account. And if Ryan Day or when Ryan Day makes another hire on the coaching staff, It'll take that into account as well. Ohio State minus six and a half. That seems like a pretty big number, especially for January. But if you want to get in on this, go right ahead. Money line is Ohio State minus 250. Um, and then also the over-under is set right now at 49 and a half. That seems a little high. But when you think about it, 49 and a half, you're probably going to have 50 points scored in that game automatically. So I would probably go with the over. Um, 
that's just me on that that portion and minus six and a half. I'm not touching that right now. I mean, if the game were played now, I do think Ohio State would win. But the game's not played now. The game's played November 30th. So I'm not touching the I'm not touching the spread. The only one I would touch there is if you want to put money on Ohio State minus 250, be my guest. That's the money line. If you want to go at the over under of 49 and a half, I'd go over. You may want to go under, but if you want to do it now, be my guest. Ohio State has too much talent right now to not be favored to win this game. Way too much talent. Now, there are some unproven sections of the team. Absolutely. Think about the secondary. That's proven. Igbenosin, you got Burke, you got Hancock, you got Downs, you got Ransom. You're set there. Literally set. If Ohio State didn't want to go to a traditional 4-2-5 and go with a traditional nickel look with Hancock at the corner, uh, nickel corner spot, great, cool. Now, you can still say 4-2-5. Okay, cool. But my eyeballs tell me Hancock's a corner at the next level, not a hybrid corner safety type of guy. So Hancock, nickel corner, great. You're solid there. D-line. Now I'm jumping around on purpose. You're going to understand why here in a second. Defensive line. Perfectly fine. Ty Hamilton, Tyleek Williams, Jalen Twimelowa, Alwin Jack Sawyer. You're perfectly fine with backups Hero Canoe and Kiana Jackson Jr. and Caden Curry and others. You're fine on the defensive line. So you're fine there. Like, I'm cool with that. Solid. Very, very solid. Receiver. Here's where things become a little bit more unproven at Ohio State at that position. Outside of Emeka Abuka, the receiving room is a lot like the quarterback room. A lot of guys that are unproven. Will Howard, he's the only one that's done anything of significance throwing the football at the college level. Yeah, Devin Brown and Lincoln Kienholz and Air Nolan and Julian Sand. What are you saying? You're saying you got a lot of guys that are unproven in your quarterback room. What he's saying about the guys that are on at linebacker. Like Cody Simon is good. What is he going to be as a consistent starter? Should be phenomenal. Should be good. Should be solid. Who's your other linebacker? Now, I mentioned Jordan Hancock earlier because I think Jordan Hancock should not come off the field. But do the Buckeyes want to use Sonny Styles in a linebacker role? Or is that better suited for C.J. Hicks? And if that is the case, where does Sonny Styles play? Here is more things that are going to be in our mind. So the Buckeyes roster isn't perfect by no stretch of the imagination. It's unproven in some areas, but it's still good enough and solid enough to be favored to beat the Michigan Wolverines. You can do that thing right now. Coming up next, we'll discuss if Ohio State's roster is complete. Well, I just told you it's not. We'll discuss why here Next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. We are a couple of days away from the conference championship round of the NFL playoffs being played. And if you want to get in on the playoff action, you can do it with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Guys, that's $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose, the app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays and more. And if you're looking to put some money down on the games this weekend, FanDuel Sportsbook currently has a spread set at the Baltimore Ravens, minus three and a half. 
for the AFC Championship round and game over the weekend and also has the spread set at minus seven for the San Francisco 49ers and their matchup, the home matchup against the Detroit Lions. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. Now, some of you may have been shocked when I made a comment and stated Ohio State's roster is not currently complete. You may say, Jay, it's fine. Things are A-OK. We don't have to make no more changes. Ryan Day's done a phenomenal job. We are A-OK. We good. That's your opinion. (laughs) I would also say that's a wrong opinion because this roster ain't complete. What is one of the biggest issues? There was two issues on Ohio State's team this year. Well, there's multiple. If you want to go one offense, one defense, what position group was the weakest on defense? Linebacker. Doesn't seem right for that to be a case at Ohio State, but linebacker was the weakest on defense. What was the weakest position group on the offense? Offensive line. All the run issues were not on the Buckeyes O-line, but the O-line was easily the biggest weakness of the offense. Has Ryan Day addressed the offensive line and the linebacker room? I don't think he's done a good good enough job at it. Now, one of them doesn't really need need to be touched. The other one does. Think about the guys that Ryan Day has brought in so far this offseason. Will Howard, quarterback, formerly at Kansas State, what was he brought in to to do? Start. That that was it. Brought in to start. I'm not going to say he's an upgrade because I'm not going to – I may have to share my thoughts about Kyle McCord more of a longer segment down the road, but I don't really know if Ryan Day made the right decision about, hey, we got to move on for Kyle McCord. He is not the best guy. I don't know about that. I I don't really see that – him being gone is, is a really good upgrade and that Will Howard is a huge upgrade for the book. I, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Let's get back to it. What did Ryan Day do in the running back room? Quinshot Junkins, what did he do? Automatically upgraded that room. Absolutely. What else did he do? Seth McLaughlin. He did upgrade the Buckeyes offensive line. I still don't know if him playing center is the best place for him. For, for a guy who has struggled snapping the ball all season, why in the world are you bringing him in and people say he's projected to be a center? Huh? Make it make sense. If you struggled with something previously, why in the world should I bring you in to do that same thing that you struggled with previously? Does that make sense to you? It don't make sense to me. But that's where we are right now. Ryan, they also went out there and got Caleb Downs out of the portal. And now this is one... If you can get him, you get him. You do what you need to do to get him. Even to the point that there were the Georgia Bulldogs were enrolling this young man into school. All of a sudden, they said, oh, stop that. <laughs> stop that. We're done here. And now he's in Columbus. How do I know he's now in Columbus? There are pictures circulating around the Ohio State social media. I believe I saw it on the Instagram, and he was working out with the Buckeyes. Hey, hey. Then the Roman process, it got halted in Athens. That same thing didn't happen in Columbus, Ohio, not Columbus, Georgia. Don't, don't, don't try to play my words and use them against me. Let's not do that. One thing we can do is this. Even at tight end and Wilkak Mark, Ryan has specifically gone out and targeted certain positions. 
I think he could go out there and get at least one more offensive lineman in the portal, maybe coming up in the upcoming or the next cycle um, when that portal open portal window opens uh, during spring practice. I do think Ryan Day could go out there and do that. Now, the one thing about that is you're shorter on time. You better you would much prefer to have a guy come in in January than not having a guy come in in April or May. That's just how things are. You would love to have Caden Proctor, couldn't get it. The roster's not complete. You got a lot of guys there. There's talent. There's unproven talent. Offensive line, I really think the only thing that Ryan Day might need to address is the offensive line. Because until that thing gets better, why should I think that this team is going to do all the amazing things? And I say that knowing they can they can make the playoff fight and still not win the conference championship. But if you don't win the conference championship, there's a good time thing, good thought that you don't make beat Michigan. Excuse me. You don't you don't beat Michigan. If you don't beat Michigan, what happens? Well, you're not accomplishing your goals once again. These are not goals that I am say, saying for the Buckeyes. These are things coming outside of the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. And when you're telling everyone everyone in the world, every Buckeye fan across the globe, when you tell everybody, hey, our goals there are three every year, beat Michigan, win the Big Ten Conference Championship. And win the natty. When you say those are your three goals and you're not reaching the expectation, hey, what is it? It's not really a good look. I recently interviewed a coach, um, a new coach, new coach of the Northwestern High School football team, and I came from a school, Ben Davis High School. Some of you may recognize that name, the same school that Dewan Jones came from at the high school level. And uh, he talked about how, hey, the expectation at this school was to put another banner at the north end zone which is where the banners and the numbers are hung and uh, they stay of all of the state championship winning teams at Ben Davis High School. Google the school. Look at the football stadium. The football stadium will tell you, hey, this ain't no regular high school football team. The program demands excellence. That is the expectation. And he said, hey, yeah, we knew. Hey, we had four, I think it was at the time, three sectional title wins. Three regional title wins. But what happened? You're falling in semi-states like, hey, we're not getting the job done. So what do you do? You work. You grind. You work. You grind. There ain't no transfer portal out there in high school football. Guys transfer, but it ain't like this. It ain't like, hey, you can just go get a go get a, get a kid from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and hey, say, hey, come on up here. Or it, it ain't like you got a kid in Julian Sand who was at school for a little bit, coach leaves, and they're like, oh, he's available again. We're going to go down there and snag him, too. Ain't like that at the high school level. You got to work with what you got. You may get kids filtering in and going out. But for the most part, you're working with what you got for a shorter period of time. The expectation at Ben Davis High School, hey, put another banner up there. Ultimately, Coach Caleb Small did that thing. Got a conference, conference state championship in his final year at the SEOC. They're at Ben Davis High School, and now he's going to be the head coach, first-time head coach at the Northwestern High School for the football team. There's an expectation, and when you don't reach that expectation, what is it? What should it do? It should fuel you. It should motivate you. You should do everything you can to reach the expectation. Maybe it's not the expectation that was on the team previously, and maybe it was. Whatever it is, you got to do what's needed to reach 
the expectation. I think Ryan Day is doing that. Even with the roster that I wouldn't say is complete or has answered every single question or has done everything in the offseason that you say, hey, there's a need here. It, they can improve. There are still some areas the Buckeyes can improve. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they go out there and get another linebacker. It would shock me, but then again, it wouldn't. It's one of those things where it's like, would it make them better to get a certain linebacker out there? If he's good enough and the quality of guy that Ohio State wants at that position, great. What does it mean for Cody Simon and Sonny Styles and CJ Hicks? Gay Powers? It's TBD. To be determined. What is determined is this. The roster ain't complete. They can still win a lot of games and even win a national championship. I'm not saying they're going to, but it's possible. Keep this in mind. Are you comfortable with the Buckeyes offensive line rolling into 2024 with the way that it currently is with the players that are currently on the roster? Many of you will probably say no. So, how do you fix that? The transfer portal. There's a window open now. You might not go get those guys from the Wolverines. There's another portal open window opening up in April. Those are more of the guys that you want on the roster. That's where we are. Enough said. Guys, out of here on a Friday here on Locked on Buckeyes. We'll be back next week on Monday. Uh, trying to get a little recruiting update coming your way. Uh, there's a commitment coming uh, from a kid in the class of 2025 coming your way tomorrow. So uh, something might be popping up, popping up in your feed when that announcement comes. In the meantime, make sure you tap in and tune into Locked on Buckeyes. Subscribe to the show. Hit that like button. Smash, just smash the um, comment section. Fill the comment section up with comments all day and all night long. You can follow me on X at jstephen07. And guys, this has been Locked on Buckeyes here on a Friday. We will see you next time.